Tang stepping up. It would have been a pep talk for him from the coaching staff at halftime. Lovely pass allowing D'Agostino to face forward and wriggle his way through. Nick D'Agostino with a massive goal for Australia. Australia are through. The 12 year wait is over. The Oli Roos return to the Olympic stage at Tokyo 2020. Hello and welcome to the Oli Roos podcast, where we take football fans inside camp in Japan to help you get to know our players that little bit better. My name is Chris Carulli, and during this episode, I'll be catching up with a man who's been there along the entire qualification journey in Keanu Bacchus. Keanu runs us through his journey growing up in Western Sydney that culminated, of course, in him pulling on the red and black of the Wanderers that soon turned to the green and gold of Australia's youth national teams. He's got some great stories around some socceroos who visited his school as a youngster to help ignite that passion for football and also the reactions of those around him to the news that he was set to become an Olympian. Without further ado, here's our chat with Keanu. Hi Keanu, thanks for your time. You've been in camp for a few days now. How does it feel to be back a part of the national team setup? Yeah, it feels great. It's amazing to, to be a part of the national team for um, Tokyo, for, uh, you know, coming up to play the Olympics. It's a massive honour. A few boys around that you haven't seen in a while, perhaps? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's a handful that I haven't seen, but I've sort of, you know, grown up with a lot of them or played against them in the past, which is good. And, you know, playing a part of that squad that qualified and um, being there along the journey, I'm sure it's a good feeling to sort of be able to be a part of the reward for that now, right? Yeah, I feel like it's been a long road and with COVID, it's taken a long time to, for us to get here, but yeah, it's massive and it's, um, it's good that, you know, he's shown faith in me. Yeah, how did that year delay impact things, preparing for Olympics in 2020 and then having to push everything back and try to just, you know, keep working hard at your club? How did, how did you react to that? Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough at the start with, um, with COVID in, in Australia as well, with the lockdown and then coming back and the league was a bit different and, and all that. But, you know, yeah, we had to work hard like normal and um, push on and, and we had something at the end of the season to, to work towards and work for. So, yeah, that was this. That was this. <laughs> yeah, it's good to finally get there. We'll leave that for a second and sort of go back to the start of your journey. Born in South Africa, moved to Western Sydney at quite a young age, played at Park Lee and Fairfield Hotspurs. What do you remember about those days? Oh, not too much now, if I'm honest. I remember yeah, having fun, scoring a lot of goals with mates. And always wanted to, like, yeah, score goals, be a striker. Uh, that, that sort of changed as I got older. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, yeah, I got scouted to go to Fairfield from, like, the coach there at a young age, which was cool. And that sort of just, yeah, progressed, like, scouted from Blacktown to go to Wanderers. It was, it was, it was a good journey. Yeah, as you mentioned, sort of just like made your way up that time at Blacktown, well, Spartans, then City by the sounds of it, mainly Blacktown City, though, you know, being an MPL New South Wales club that's developed plenty of players over the years, like some Matty Ryan coming through there. Is there a moment that stands out for, from your time at that club? Oh, I think there was a year we had, I think it was under 16s, 15, 16s. We had, a, yeah, we had a sensational team. Like we almost went the season undefeated. Um, I think I ended up getting player of this player of the season, player, yeah, player's player that year. It was just yeah, it was a big year like for my development 
And I think I, on the back of that, got a trial for Wanderers in the NYL team. And yeah, ended up being a part of that just after that. Yeah, nice. And, you know, during that time, as you're growing up as a player, I'm sure you're watching a lot of football as well. Are there any Socceroos or Australian players in particular that you looked up to? Um, yeah, there's quite a few. Oh, the likes of Cahill and Schwarzer, I think when I was a bit younger, definitely stand out. And um, I had Schwarzer come to my school in primary school when he was playing for Socceroos. So, yeah, those two are the main two that, that stand out for me. Any players sort of world football-wise that you might have, you know, compared your game to or looked to, to model on? Uh, I used to like um, Yaya Toure at, at Man City. I'm a big Man City fan, so. But I also like Sergio Aguero at that club, so. Yeah, midfielders now, probably Thiago. I think he's, he's great. That's probably about it at the moment, yeah. There's, there's so many the good players in the world. Yeah, I mean, you'll be coming up against a few Spanish midfielders, hey, that no. some tipped for the top of world football, right? I'm sure you're looking forward to that challenge. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We are, we're, we're looking forward to it. Any names that have popped out out of the opposition squads from what you've seen so far? Oh, I've heard Sabellos, Sabellos, how you say it? Asensio is coming as well, I hope. So, yeah, it's massive that they play in, you know, the, the biggest leagues in the world and we're going to get to go up against them and it's going to be a good test, but, you know, we believe in ourselves. Yeah, all well, part of the joys of, I guess, representing your country and that's something that came over the years as you worked your way into the Wanderers and graduated that academy system. I believe it was 2016 when you might have enjoyed your first young Socceroos call-up. Do you remember much surrounding that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I remember coming in as like a fringe right back, centre mid. They knew I could play both positions. And um, I think it benefited me because going away in camp, they, they sort of knew that. And um, yeah, they had more trust in me to, to come as, as that kind of player when I was younger. Yeah, obviously you played a bit of right back during the younger years and now you've, you've found your home at the base of midfield by the looks of it. Do you think that's helped develop your game as a player though, playing in the back line? Oh yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, it's taught me a lot. It's, it's, um, you know, the experience in general to, to play more so than, than be put aside, you know. I was on the pitch a lot and, and playing whichever, whichever position. So yeah, it's definitely developed me. Yeah, and then stepping up into the 23s as you mentioned earlier on it's been a long journey to get to this point if you cast your mind back I guess to the start of this qualification cycle what were the feelings heading into it did you always kind of go into that going this is my chance to become an Olympian yeah for sure definitely um I think I only you know touched on it when we were in AIS camp and um there was, there was so many players to choose from like the extended squad was, was huge and yeah it felt felt like a long way away then and um, I still felt young and, and a little bit, you know, immature. But I think I've, you know, cemented myself as, as a first-team player and um, I want to continue to do so here in Tokyo and prove myself. And do you feel like with that, being part of that journey from the start and kind of growing into an, being an important part of the team in, in Thailand, do you feel like you're, you take on a little bit of a leadership capacity within the squad? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I think all of us are good here. I think we're all... Mature players, we've all, you know, had our time. We've played played a couple of years, all of us. 
uh, in like in, in top flight in our countries respectively. And um, yeah, I think we all we all add something to the to the team, which is great. Yeah, and with that, are there any of the other boys in particular that you're maybe that you've been playing against in the A League, and you're looking forward to playing alongside now? Yeah, definitely. I think all the midfielders here, um, Cami, uh, Denny, Connor Metcalf, were, were really, really good in the league this year in the A League. And then obviously likes of Riley and stuff, but that's just midfielders. And obviously, yeah, Thomas Dang, Reno. I'm, I'm close with those two, so it's good to be. It's, it feels like a family here. It's good to be a part of it. You feel like that family atmosphere sort of just picked up exactly where you left off over almost a year and a half ago now. Yeah, exactly, pretty much. And um, as I said, we, we've all played against each other or with each other, so we're all pretty familiar with each other. Mm. And when it came to finding out about this squad and your call up to the Olympic, where were you and how did that call go down? Yeah, it was good. I was at home at the time and um, Arnie said he was going to give me a call in about half an hour. And uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how it was going to go at the time because I hadn't heard much about other boys, so... Yeah, but when I heard, I was stoked. I was over the moon and he obviously said, you know, we're going to get a medal and we want to do the best we can. And it was, yeah, it was, it was an amazing feeling, obviously, for me. Yeah, I'm sure that wouldn't have been the most enjoyable half an hour in between. Um, yeah. After you found out, did you kind of, you know, let let your family know, maybe your brother as well, of course, he's been with you along the journey. What, what was their reaction? Yeah, immediate family knew straight away. Um, and they were, my mum's mom, my been my biggest fan since I was young, taking me everywhere for soccer. Uh, my, my dad too, for football and all over, the, all over Australia. So, yeah, they were, they were stoked for me. My older brother was in South Africa and I messaged him. And he was very happy for me and said it would be a huge honour to, to represent our country here in Tokyo. And, you know, growing up watching the Olympics, was that something that you, you, you enjoyed doing? And were there any kind of moments that, that stood out? Yeah, definitely. Um, for footballs, I, not, not as much as, like, say, Usain Bolt for me. I think I, I remember him a lot and all his, his, yeah, the amazing stuff he did. For football, like um, Neymar and Messi, when they went, I, I, was, I think I was a bit younger and I can't remember exactly how how the tournaments went down then. Yeah, fair enough. Usain Bolt is one that's come up with a lot of the boys in the squad. Interesting and interesting for us to see that someone like Kai Rolls had the chance to play with him a couple of years yeah. ago. Which yeah, is exactly right. And yeah, I guess moving into this tournament now, as we've chatted about, there's, you know, the group of dreams is what it's it's been dubbed by some of the boys and Arnie and Playing against some of those countries with players, you know, playing for the biggest clubs in the world, how huge of that is an opportunity, I guess, to showcase yourself to this global audience? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a massive opportunity and chance for us to, you know, showcase our abilities, not just individually, but as a team, as a country, as a nation. As Arnie said, we, we want to go as, as far as possible and get a medal. So, you know, we have to beat everyone in it. How much belief do you feel like there is in the squad that you guys can can do that? Do you feel like that's grown over the over the months? Yeah, definitely. I think we have like we have good camaraderie here between these boys. As I said before, we all know each other, and you know a lot of us have, have helped qualify for the team or you know been a part of it along the journey. So the belief's definitely grown from the last time we've been together to now, and we've all we've all developed further within the last eighteen months. I'm sure everyone yeah, back home is looking forward to seeing how that all turns out. One last question that 
we've asked a lot of the boys in the squad and everyone does have a slightly different answer, which is always great to hear. And it's a simple one. What does it mean for you to pull on the green and gold? Yeah, it means the, it means the world to me. Um, it's always a huge honour to play for your country. And um, yeah, I think that I've, I was growing up and as I said, watching Tim Cahill and, and, and Swartz from those, those who stand out, but along others and, and always wanting to, to be able to get there. You know, I, I think I put all my eggs into one basket with football and um, wasn't wasn't too bright at school or, you know, with the, with the books. But, yeah, with football, it was always my dream and my love and, and always wanted to play for Australia and represent my country. It's great to see how it's turning out so far and I'm sure many more successful years to come in the future. All the best in Tokyo, Keanu. Thanks. Thanks very much. And yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for the chat. That's all we have time for in this episode. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this one, make sure to check out all of our exclusive Olympic-themed content. From podcasts to in-depth reads and everything in between, we've got you covered ahead of Tokyo 2020. So get behind the team, and until next time, go the Ollie Roos.